Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Editing is our friend. Editing's always our friend. Um, first thing, um, we got uh, big news this week. Um, you're talking to the father of Oz Kicker of the Week from Doncaster. Booyah! Oh, look out! <laughs> look out! So, um, how many tackles did uh, little Hunter did, did well, Steph get? Uh, Steph, uh, Steph didn't make it. Hunter, Hunter. what? <laughs> um, it was uh, he, he was so proud of it too. He was telling everyone <laughs> like, I think I really did well today. <laughs> I, 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 I thought he was being proud that you were dad of the player of the week. He was like, Dad, you did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, his tackling's on point, but um, it was more the fact that he, he tackled somebody and then the other kid um, started giving him ones in the face. Oh, really? He started yeah, pushing him off in the face and Hunter's stopped and gone, hang on. It's, it's not right. And I thought, I, I was lucky I was close. I thought, here we go. It's, it's, it's yeah. going to be on there. He'll start, um, you know, trying to punch back or something. Okay. But um, he just stood up and goes, he punched me in the face. <laughs> because in his head, like, he's gone, I'm playing footy. Yeah. You're not meant to punch me in yeah. the face when you're playing footy. And the parents of the other kid grabbed him and took him away and yeah. he was allowed to play. But then, uh, yeah, he uh, kicked, a, kicked a couple of points and um, got his Oz kicker of the week, which gives him a free hat. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, you, you still would be disappointed if there was yeah, a little bit of a collar choke in there or something like that. <laughs> no, he was just totally like, he's totally in the mentality of, I'm playing football. Yeah. I'm not meant to, this isn't meant to happen. Yeah. So he didn't retaliate. This is bullshit. Yeah. And look, that's a pretty big achievement, but I think I can top it. Yeah. Uh, today, I went to see Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. At, at the cinema. Cass has taken fucking forever because she went shopping and woman. Um, as she's waiting, I'm like, oh, fuck, bored. I see those skill tester things. Yeah. And I'm like, I got two bucks change. Threw it in. One an Iron Man. Iron Man did the skill test. Iron Man. Jesus. With one $2 coin. It went in, got him, came in, bang. Oh, I worked at video That never fucking happens, especially at the cinemas. Yeah, absolutely. I can say, yeah, we used to have it at the video store I worked at too. We had the skill test one with all the Warner Brothers. um, Little, you know, Tweety Bird. And it was fucking, not Roger Rabbit, because he was whatever. But, um, Obviously, having the keys behind there, we realised that you could turn up the strength of the claw mm. and whatnot. And um, so, whenever I, it was my go, you go in there and you turn up the strength of the claw, and we do all dodgy shit. Like yeah. if we need to change for we need dollars or two dollar coins, then we change the twenties in there. Yep. Didn't realise it was owned by the biker gangs in Brooklyn. <laughs> Good move that one. Yeah, dude comes in. Um, it's fifty bucks short. <laughs> I'm like. Definitely wasn't me. I'm looking at my mate, I'm looking at my mate who's shitting himself. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't just change the twenties. He took a bit for some booze money as well. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, you dumb son of a bitch! Hey, so, smart motherfucker, get away with it. You got free booze. See, go for it. We didn't get the keys to the skill testers at our video store. Yeah, um, but what we did find out that if somebody put in money and it broke, yeah, what we were allowed to do was put a big X 
on one of the dollars or two dollar coins and they give that money to us back so every ah, week okay, they're like yeah, there's yeah. 20 coins in here with us I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. then uh, we thought well that's just you know that's not right that, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of processing in that so when we're doing cleaning we found out that the vacuum cleaner you can stick it up for <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> just pull, pull them out like that easy as shit um, alright well uh, so anyway from the uh, father of the else kicker of the week from Doncaster Junior Football Club um, let's get into round seven uh, kicked off on Friday night which uh, finally a fucking Friday night that's worth watching yeah it won't be happening again in round eight I'll let you know I don't know um, I mean we went to watch Carl- oh no Thursday night wasn't it it was a Thursday yeah. night yeah that was alright but it was anyway. shit but pick offences it was awesome <laughs> <laughs> um, the ruse getting up over the, the Dons um, first of all I-, I loved how salty all the Essendon supporters were <laughs> oh <it was laughs> like, great North got the rub of the green yeah, Jesus Christ! You talk about something else. I just love watching James Heard trying to defend that statement of "watch this space." Yeah. <laughs> We're watching that space, son. <laughs> Ain't looking too crash hot. I like how he, in the post interviews, you know what he's thinking. Yeah. You know he wants to yeah. say it. Yeah. He's like, "Jesus Christ, man! We've already got fines coming out of our asses." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. And, and look, we haven't talked about um, a starter at all. But there's one thing that's really fucked me off, and I just want to say one thing about it is that. With um, James Heard coming out and constantly trying to defend Essendon Footy Club, um, all I think is that it comes down to is, did Stephen Dank inject people with, with substances that we have no idea what they are? And the answer is yes. Yep. That's as far as it goes. Guilty for um, Stephen Dank doing those things. The players give him a cross on their um, record for... A strike. A yeah. strike on their record. And James Heard say, stop being a fucking dumb cunt. And <laughs> that's, that's it. No, no, that's it. No. Get on with footy. Everybody at Essendon, like Paul Little, yeah. I'm not mentioning you by name. Um, <laughs> just no more press conferences. Yeah. Don't just, be dumb cunts. That's it. Yeah. Get on with footy. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not rule breakers like habitually. You're not cheaters. No. You're not rule breakers. You're no. not intentionally trying to do something wrong. You're you gu- fucked up. You're guilty of being dumb. Exactly. You're not guilty of trying yeah. to cheat. You're guilty yeah. of being dumb. That's it. Let's get on with AFL. Done. Exactly. Stephen Dank, uh, fuck anyway. him. On yeah. with AFL. No, move on. Yep. Um, Lindsay Thomas kicked five from about six kicks. Took a couple of good marks too. Yeah, he took a nice uh, 180. Actually, back on the, the wrong way. He was involved in two of those decisions with the umpires. It was funny watching the game because uh, Cameron Ling had a crack at him for that uh, lifting the armour. Yep. To... You know, you tackle high on the bicep. I reckon yeah. I already know where you're going. <laughs> this going. Yep. Tackle high on the bicep. Lindsay Thomas would lift yeah. that arm up. And so the arm goes around the neck and jaw. Okay, hang on. Sounds what, like Dean Solomon, Cameron Ling. What did uh, Cameron Ling say about the same movement on Saturday night's game, which was the Geelong game? I do believe he was actually saying that was definitely a free kick for uh, Selwood. And what a skill it was. Yeah, exactly. So look, And look, I'll be completely honest. I hate uh, the players that play to that rule. I don't think it's good for football. Having said uh, that... It's uh, not their fault. The Selwood started it. Um, but they're and within Lindsay, the rules. Yep. I don't like it. I, I don't like yeah, it. I don't like it at all. Blame the rules. I, it, it's the same as uh, the rushing rush behinds. You know? Yeah. It's in the rules. People yeah. boo it. And actually, I love yeah. it when people boo it because yeah. you know, it's part of the theatre. Yeah. There. But and, and it's not like it's a secret anymore. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and know in, who they are. In that same token, what I understand is the out of bounds deliberate rule where. If you pretend to just sort of fumble it over <laughs> over the line, then that's okay. Well, but it, if you gain 50 metres and then it goes over the line, nah, nah, you can't be doing that. That's deliberate out of bounds. I would have no problem if they added a um, deliberate out of bounds, 25 metres. If you've gained 25 metres, 
there's no doubt yep, about it. I agree. I agree. Because yep. as far as I'm concerned, that's a skill. That's it's, exactly right. It's kicking yep. the touch. It's yep. exactly right. And it's the thing is, the if your best option, 25 meters down the ground, is out of bounds, more power to you. It's a. It's what a, are you going to do? It's a territory game. Yeah, exactly well, right. And plus, if you're a backman and you're kicking out of the back pocket and it goes out on the 50, and they're like, intentional, kick from the 50, you're like, oh, you know, suck my cock. Well, done my job. Well, yeah, there's been a couple of instances of that. I remember... One happened in the Richmond uh, Swans game in round 23 last year where they've gone bang and they've gone deliberate and go, I don't care. 60 metres away from yeah, goal is yeah, better than exactly. holding the ball yep. back here. Yep. But um, it's it's funny like that, though. Uh, we're now supporting crap acting. Because <laughs> yeah. It's the same with holding the ball. I've always loved crap acting. What are you talking about? Actually, <laughs> I, I, I one of my favourite movies. I want to see one of the teams hire Tom Hanks or something. <laughs> Billy Madison, <laughs> get him in. Uh, Edward Norton, he could uh, show them. You know, well, well, hey, 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 hey. you didn't hear our fucking our footy our movie podcast. Obviously, Edward Norton, he was up there with the greatest. It, Don't it, mention him with the same no, name that's as what I mean. crap acting. He could no brilliant actors. But I have no oh, idea how bad. Edward Norton hasn't won an Oscar. <laughs> he comes in and all of a sudden. You see the pathos in the uh, out of bounds. Like you, you see the regret. Just like no, it went out. I'm ruined. Uh, well, that, that's obviously um, Birdman Edward Norton. I'd love to see American History X Edward Norton, where he just puts their face on the fucking fence and just stomps on it. <laughs> I, think, I think he might have had a word with Barry Hall before. But um, back to the game. There was uh, okay. one uh, one decision they were talking about was the McKernan mark. Where he's grabbed it up above oh, his head. Yep. Put, put the knee on his chest and lost a Brownlow. What? <laughs> wrong, oh, <laughs> wrong, oh, shit. wrong McKernan. Yeah, yeah. Wrong brother. He's grabbed it above his head and fair grab, held it down to his hip and then it sort of slipped out the back and it's fumbled. They called it no mark. Yeah. Um, in my book, it is a mark. I thought it was it was a mark too. But However, in super slow-mo on replay from a different angle, it, yeah, probably not. But they did the same call later on when Petrie did exactly the same thing. Grabbed high held to his waist and fumbled it out. So while I think the umpires fucked up, they consistently fucked up. Yeah, yeah. But I was say, on, on replay and super slow motion yeah. and the uh, ultimate angle, it, it was magic. It was levitation <laughs> and uh, magic's illegal in the AFL. But, you know, it, it was a much closer game than it probably should have been because I think in the first quarter, North kicked 1-7 or some bullshit. Um, and most of those were gettable. Uh, some, yeah, wasted some, a lot of opportunities both ways. Yeah, unfortunately, Jared Waite hit the post twice. Uh, I think he's getting five weeks for his hit, which should be pretty good. Um, well, on his report, I think he'll get a fine. Yeah. No bullshit, five weeks, fuck him. <laughs> but I, I think what North lack is just accurate goal kicking from set shots. Yeah. I think what 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 happened with their 15 points in this game was just they ran out of talent with goal kicking. I think some of them... They, they should was, have got most of them, yeah, to be honest. Uh, there were some Higgins, easy ones there. But I think Higgins they know, kicked, they know uh, that two points that were definitely gettable in the first quarter, I think it was. But um, Waite, his, his kicking is terrible. Uh, his second efforts are ordinary. I really wanted to like the bloke. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think they realised last year that they ran out of talent with their goal kicking. That's why they got in players like Waite. And I think they really need to free Goldstein up from being that central figure in the forward well, lines because he's, he's so... He can be so much more utilised around the ground if they can get another forward in there that will. Well, they, they've role. tried Benny Brown, um, but unfortunately he had a bit of a knee issue yeah. during the game. And um, like, he'll, he'll get there, give him two years. Oh yeah, oh, I'd, I'd, even I'd sign him up to a ten-year contract. Uh, yeah, he, he's going to be he's going to be good, and for a big lad to have such a good set shot, 
mm. and he's confident in it, you know, from, you know, 10, 20 metres inside the boundary Putting line. Putting bums in seats. Absolutely. Oh. Um, and the scans came back. I think he's clear, but he might have a... Oh, what about Revolt? What happened with that one? I didn't know. Oh, he's, he's okay. He's all good. Um, I think Revolt, though, he's, he's been concussed a few times. Yeah. You have so to give him three weeks out, surely. I, I would expect so. on the bench three weeks. St. Kilda aren't playing finals. Let, let the bloke chill. Let's move on to that game, Adelaide-St. Kilda. Um, I mean, the result, probably, I don't think anybody was too surprised. I mean, Saints um, yeah. had the upset over the Bulldogs last week, but, yeah, but going over to play Adelaide and Adelaide, um, they put up a bit of a show. 40 points. I heard somebody today say, at the end of the day, that's just two goals a quarter. Well, the thing is, when you look at like the worm here, you look at like halftime, they're down by, what, was it four goals? Five, a bit of, a bit of yeah. four goals. And the thing is, with with a young team that has talent like they do, you, what you always miss is consistency. And so you can have one game where you play three quarters of outstanding football and you yeah. win that game against a team you had no business winning against. And then you come up against um, the Crows where you're not expected to win, but you expect to put in a good performance. And I think it just shows the inconsistency where they'll come out to a lead and just be slowly ground down and yeah. and they'll be like, tactically dismantled. Especially when you lose two players so early. And yeah. losing Rewalt obviously, is going to hurt mm. them. Yeah, but that, the thing though, is, when they never Rewalt there, they, they played good. They still played okay. I think Armitage just stepped up this season. He's having a, a really good season in a pretty shit team. Yeah. But uh, he's been good to watch. He, he runs well. He makes good decisions. I, I think he's been a, a standout in a terrible side. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it is funny because Saints, you know, only the couple of wins. And you have a look at the other teams that are down the, the bottom, like Carlton and whatnot, and there's just no hope. Yeah. Saints have got hope. Yeah. And they've think, shown something. I think yeah. what happened, like, with this game, they got killed in transition. Like, they, they'd be able to cover the ball across their half-back line, and it was just their disposals within, yeah. let's say, uh, just forward of their half-forward line into the top end of their 50-meter line, where they just turn over the ball consistently. A couple of times, just yeah. butchered it. Yeah, uh, and, and the good young players are doing it too. Like, exactly. But that's the thing. Another is, big thing too is a lot of their back line are playing the uh, textbook style back line. Yeah. So, you know, you, you hurry the guy into the corner, yeah. make him shoot from the boundary. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're playing against Eddie Betts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I I don't know how you would play um, him as a backman. You just have to give him no space, but yeah. he's too quick, and he's he's good enough to kick him from anywhere. Yeah, but in this game, we've been talking about um, over the course of probably even through the MAT 2K um, series of our podcast about the role of the center forward, and I think Tex showed that the way that they set up their forward line with Adelaide, I don't know if it was just this game where they tried something different, but it seems like Texas area was maybe 30 metres out from goal upwards, upwards to just before the centre line. Yeah. And he had a huge effect there. Yeah. And what I noticed was that he's got fucking huge hands. <laughs> big hands. And it reminds me of, of Phil Jackson talking about Michael Jordan. And he said, Michael yeah. Jordan had that. He's... he's, he's competitive edge was his competitiveness yep that's it he wanted to win more than anyone else it didn't matter what they were doing he wanted to win yep but his physical skill was down to his huge hands yeah and he could do things I remember there was this one play where um, Adelaide were coming through the middle and the ball was delivered to text and he was hot someone right behind him and it was delivered right to his feet yep. and he's picked it up big two hits. hands yep. big hands and given it on the up while falling forward so that it would free up the play running forward and that's what you need from those people, just those yeah. big hands and that smart head. Yeah, I was about to say, you've got to have the quick mind to yeah. go with the hands yeah. too. And, so you, and, and the thing is, there was lots of doubt with Tex being the captain um, coming into the season, just whether he's got uh, enough he's of a much, presence. Or if he's too much of the lad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. On field, mate. Yeah. Nothing, no the, worries. Like that sort of play where 
you pick up that ball and hand pass it knowing you're going to fucking eat dirt. Yeah. Like, your face is going in the turf. Didn't care. And he's got the skill to be able to see this ball coming in. It's short. I've got to pick it up and handball straight away. And you've got to execute that within a split second. It shows a real skill that it's, uh, it's hard to teach, you know. I'll tell you what, though, that uh, picture a while back that I think it made to Woman's Day yeah. when he uh, comforted the yeah. small girl, I think there was actually a, uh, a 1.3 on the Richter scale, the yeah. amount of panties that dropped. Oh, bullshit. I've tried to comfort heaps of small girls, man. I got fucking lawsuits. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. But uh, he comes across so well. Yeah, uh, and he does. Pretty much because he's not trying to come across as anything. He's just... Uh, it's country boys. Country yeah, boys. Country They're brought boy. up well. Brought up right. Pretty much because his mum would beat the shit out of him if he didn't do it too. Oh, his mum's a fucking saint, let's be honest. <laughs> he cut my hair for years, actually. She did. She's not... a fucking sweetheart. Yeah, She's one she of the nice ladies you meet. Um, and uh, Eddie Betts bagged the lazy sick. What do you say, Eddie? Like, like, like I, I think when you're on, you take <laughs> yeah. marks like that yeah. on the goal line. When you're on, you're on. Yeah, um, and... I'll be honest, at the start of the season, I was one of the people that was saying, Eddie Betts pocket, bullshit, fucking Portress, nah, Don Bradman's ground. Yeah. Hey, look, it's in a, the winter, mate, it's all Eddie Betts. It's I, Eddie Betts. I am never well, being happy to be proved wrong. Um, he's on reported uh, 600 to 650 or whatever it was, and everyone, a lot of people said yep. he was overpaid um, when uh, they signed him. Underpaid. Underpaid, yeah. Quite clearly yep. underpaid. underpaid. Yeah. Very I, clear. I was one of the ones that thought, oh, you know, you'd expect a couple out of him. I I thought he'd be uh, handy. Hey, look, but it, fuck me, he's a game winner. Yeah. When he went to Adelaide, everyone's saying he's not Cyril. He doesn't deserve that much. But he's done more than Cyril this year. Absolutely, has. Mm. There's no doubt about it. Um, and on the other side of things, uh, Josh Bruce has bagged another five. Bruce he's making making a habit of kicking, you know, nice he does. little. And, and the worst thing is that he does it easy. It seems like the hard pass that he's supposed to do um, become really hard, but he easily slots. Uh, six goals without seeming to have an impact in the game. Uh, he's doing the simple things. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's just, you know, lead, mark, kick, yep. goal. Yeah. And it makes a huge difference with, with being able to free Nick Rewood up, even though yeah. he obviously got fucked up in the in the yeah. first half. But Especially after last week, everyone was saying, you know, Rewood's going to be the new Richo. Play yep. up the ground. Nobody can keep up with him. Yep. Um, and his set shots have been his problem. Let, let Bruce kick him. Exactly. Yeah. And, and to be fair, if Rewood could stay healthy, he'd probably do better than Richo in that position yep. by a long way. Yeah. Um, okay, on to the big MCG, um, the Chip Frawley Cup. Are oh, we on um, Richmond Collingwood already? Yeah, Shit. nearly. <laughs> um, Hawthorne versus Melbourne, I don't think we need to say much. It was 105. Yeah. Um, nobody dominated for the Hawks, it's just they did what they wanted. I, I, to didn't, do. I didn't see why Hogan was out of the match. What General happened there? soreness. Oh, sand in the vagina. Yeah, was. something uh, on the. Yeah. Look, I think Hogan's actually a great talent. I think he'll show a lot of that talent once he leaves Melbourne. It wasn't only him out. There were a few... Newton was out as well. There were a few young talents that... A couple of others. I mean, um, Salem has been good for them and he did his hammy in the first or the second. Yeah. But to be honest, it's only two Melbourne players had a good game. But I wouldn't be surprised if um, Paul Roos had said, this is a game we're not going to win and this is a game where I'm going to test some players and put some players out and see who really wants it. I think Hogan's a shoe-in for making their start. That might have been the case... Before the match, I think at halftime, he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I mean, before the match, Jack Watts dropped himself. Like, yeah. Fuck that, I'm not playing that. Yeah. Couldn't oh. blame him. But they only had two players that I think played well, and that was Pedersen, who was the late inclusion, I think, for yeah. Hogan, um, who took some nice grabs. Yeah. And uh, Garland down back, although he made some shocking mistakes. Yeah. Um, Where do you see Jack Watts next year? Because the, the big rumour is that he's not going to be in Melbourne. Um, the thing uh, is, I actually agree with that. Not, it's not so much a rumour, it's more a uh, suggestion that he should 
change clubs. He should leave. I don't know. I uh, kind of agree with it, to be honest. Uh, Williamstown? I'd like, <laughs> I'd like to see him follow old Tom Scully up uh, GWS. Actually, I, that wouldn't surprise me so much, uh, especially because GWS having a great fucking season. Well, yeah, why would you add him? I mean, it's not something they need. You, you stick him on the wing. I, think. I guess it depends on the cash. I think you stick him on the wing and get that, that uh, sort of forward pressure happening because I think he can be much more free in that in that forward line or not in that midfield where he's not he's not the centre of attention he's, you know he's not going to demand a high price though I cannot no. see anyone paying him A level dollars I don't, think, I, I don't think Jack gives a fuck about dollars at the moment I think he, he just, just wants, wants a, game a game where he can do something yeah. I, honestly he might get picked up in the um, draft yeah in the um, uh, he might not get anything for him yeah mm. um, which in, in which case you know Melvin's just going to say you know what cut our losses right we're, we're yeah. down here yeah um and for the Hawks, the only other thing I'd say, uh, Taylor Jurea might not be above average in the skill department. Yep. God damn, he works hard. Even yeah. in a game, you know, he's playing, he knows he's probably, in yeah. the, you know, when he comes to the best 22, he's probably 22nd yep. or around there. So he has to work hard. Um, but having that kind of mentality, when the body catches up and, and everything else, it's um, something that you can you can build her on. Yeah, and uh, so you but, know, I thought that was really good. But you, you've heard that the old saying that success breeds success, and yep. I think that's what the culture is down at Hawthorne, where you're competing for those um, few positions that yeah. you're viable for you work hard because for you know premierships are on the line and yep. all everything you've dreamed of is on the line. And, and everyone's motivating each other. Yeah. That motivation is, has got to be just all encapsulating in training and in the club rooms of the whole area. It has to be, you know, it has to be overwhelming that you can achieve your dreams by being here and doing these things. But, good point. There's just one thing I want to pick up on Hawthorne at the minute because they're sitting sixth on four and yeah. three. Their four wins, uh, Geelong, North, uh, Bulldogs and Melbourne. Yeah. So I think, just check the ladder. Um, I think Bulldogs are the only team they've beaten that are currently sitting in the eight. There's some teams that have had a pretty rough run at the moment though. Um, I would say Geelong have had a, a, a reasonably rough trot. Same with yeah. Port. Uh, Essendon and Richmond, neither here nor there. North have had a, a... Their run is pretty tough until next week. So as it stands yeah. right now, if you look at the who's in the top eight, Hawthorne have only played the Bulldogs and the Giants. Yeah, and, and look, look into that top eight. They're one and, I wouldn't pick anyone to beat Hawthorne except for Fremantle. I think Hawthorne are the true number two. I really well, do. Well, I think because their September action and the way that they can perform when the pressure is on, yeah, well, it speaks volumes about what, a team. Well, well, well GWS did. Yeah, and I wouldn't have picked that. But it's all good in pre-season, in um, the main season though. When when it's all on the line, yeah, and it's, it's sink what, or swim. Saturday night against the Swans is going to be massive. Yeah, um, you touched on the Giants. Um, they did the job on Carlton. Um, I don't know if there's much more you can say about Carlton. Well, no. the thing is, they did the job, but they they kicked nineteen twenty one. Yeah, so they, they could, could have more. just absolutely destroyed them, and uh, I I think it just showed that Judd. He's got to be calling it a day. Well, he said, uh, I think last year he actually himself decided to retire and then thought, no, my body's all right, I'll go one more. Look, I think the best thing would have been um, Captain Hindsight three years ago, take a year off. Take a year off, get your body right and come back. And the only only reason I say that is just seeing how people have done that in mixed martial arts and come back and being really, really good. It's just that having a year off and getting your body right, it really does make a big, huge difference. Um, there was some parts there where it looked like they really didn't just didn't want to be out. There's there no cohesiveness in no, the in the. It's, they're 
massive But that's what, like, trouble. they're not even playing for their spot. They're not even playing to try and get traded. They just seem to be just rock up, yeah, get get, get, rid get of a this. kick. And they want, like, like you said with MMA, there's some guys who they'll give the opposition something just so they can tap yeah. out. Yeah. It's yeah. like, just, just yeah. let me quit. Just yeah. let me quit. Give me an out. It seems like Carlton are playing that. They're just like, just just give me a reason to quit. It does, but actually. That's a, good, that's a good point. GWS put together two great games in a row um, yeah. after yeah. the ab- abomination of Hawthorne, uh, sorry, of uh, West Coast over there. Yeah. None of that sells GWS short either. They're playing fucking brilliantly. Yeah. And they're playing an attractive level of football. They're playing a hard-running game. They're they back each other up. That's the thing yeah. is, they're hard. And yeah. they're... They're making the contest. They're running in groups, and they're not running next to each other. Yeah. They're doing the one percenters. They're shepherding. They're hitting the body. Yep. Uh, I love watching GWS play football. Hey, Shane yep. Mumford, the lazy forty-seven hitouts. Yep. How good of a pickup has he been? Bloody oath. Um, and, and the thing is, he's got plenty of skill around him. That um, obviously gets the hitouts, but he's got someone to to do something with it. Yeah. But it seems like they've let Mumford off the leash a bit to say, look, mate, you want to get physical with everyone? That's fine. Oh, yeah. When he lays the oh, gets the double underhooks on yeah, somebody. Pound, beautiful. Um, Trelaw had a fucking cracker of a game. Yeah. I think Shield did Shield. his usual, his usual fucking That's awesomeness. You know what I mean? Why, but he's having a good year. Dude, he's, he's, Shield, he's he's leading GWS um, best and fairest. I, and I, I think, think that he might be. You know, his contracts coming up. I so. think the only thing that Lucky will man. let him down is his consistency from like a, a rewards uh, side of thing because. He's that consistent about about being really good in that team that it's hard to stand out when you do that every week. Do, when it becomes the expectation. Yeah, exactly. How old is he? Young. Fuck, 22, if that. Fuck me. Give him nine years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sign him up. Yeah. <laughs> if you could, you would. Um, on to an entertaining game. I think the um, uh, Swans it versus was, the yeah. Cats. The score blew out in the final. It did, um, yeah. The score didn't do it justice. Uh, which is unfortunate that Geelong didn't uh, lost Hawkins before the game. Yeah, late late withdrawal. And Mitch yeah. Duncan, um, yeah. is something wrong with his foot, uh, yeah. which is also um, a, a real shame. The Swans had a Heaney out from last week, yeah? Yeah, he's, he's, been playing he's, he's good, out yeah. for a, a six to eight, I yeah. think. Something yeah, like he's that, struggling. Um, one thing that was confirmed in this game, I think, if there is any doubt, Luke Parker is elite. Yeah. yeah. Reigning yep. best and fairest at Swans, which might have surprised a few people that didn't see him, but he was dominant. And he kicked more goals than uh, Franklin. And the thing is, night. efficiency. He's that efficient with his disposals. It's not wasting. It's not hand-passing the people who are about to get tackled. He's actually got a good head on his shoulders. And a lot of that is because he'll take the best option instantly. Um, yeah. One thing yeah. that I hate seeing, and... Uh, I watch more North games than anything, so the one guy I see do it all the time is Ben Jacobs. He gets stuck between two options. He's the whipping boy. He's one of those guys that he'll be, you know, a play where the ball's coming forward, he's playing in the back line. He gets that moment where he's like, oh, should I leave my man and attack the ball carrier or not? And he just has that hesitation. Yeah. And soon, by that time, it's too late. That he hesitation is the problem. Exactly. And I, I see some guys do that all the time, and you, yet you see some guys who just not always make the first decision the best yeah. decision. Or even if they don't, because they've done it so quickly, they can change their mind later. The other thing with him, there were four blokes for the Swans that had 30 touches on the night. Um, but you have a look at the kicks to handballs for both, for all the other three. They're all uh, two handballs for every kick. Yeah, mm. Parker was the other way around. It's the other way around, yeah. So it's not the you know the little duck around the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not hanging around packs. Goes. I wish we got stats on uh, meters gained. Um, yeah, I know um, champion data do, do it. Champion, yeah. Um, pay for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, maybe later. It's just um, absolute. Do quality. we have a Bitcoin deposit? Oh, no, we don't. Shit. Yeah, yeah, right. We set yeah. that up. Well, <laughs> you're all fucked then. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one, Adam Goods. How do you reckon he's going? 
Like I think he's in the best thirty at the at the club. Yeah, the thing is, by Adam Good standing, he's doing fucking shit ass. Yeah, but getting a spot in top twenty two. No, yeah, he's, he's in there. He's in there. If they were fully fit, I, I don't think he's in the best twenty two anymore. Mm. They're they're carrying him through on emotion. Yeah, um, and what he's done for the game and all that kind of stuff. But there's a couple of times, almost every game. There's a few times where you go, yeah, okay, you're a little bit past. You know that. that it's like a half a step off, a half a step off. He had a great grand final, and not many of his yeah. teammates can say that. Um, but he's not in their best twenty-two. Because what needs- I see is that he can see what needs to be done. It's just from that thought and put into some sort of cognitive action. The mind is it's delayed, and yeah. that's it. And there's nothing you can do like, about that. He's that's got a good football old. brain, but he's getting old. Yeah, that's it. Um, and there's nothing you can do about it, man. No, it's just, it's, it's fucking sucks. It catches yeah. up with everyone. Yeah. I mean, except fucking knows. His best thing was the fact that he was extremely mobile for a guy his size. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's not that mobile anymore. He's less mobile now. Yeah. It's not to, not to put down his achievements. He's a spectacular footballer still. Absolutely. Um, I just don't think he's in the best 20. No. Swans are a great side. And yeah, so he's, he's not in the best 22. As a Swan supporter, you would hope he's not in the best 22. Yeah, yeah abs- that's a good point. But that's when there's plenty of guys who are in the best 22 of other sides that wouldn't make the best 22 of Sydney. Yeah. I think uh, Good is one of them. Uh, I, I don't know whether that means he should retire or not, but uh, actually, yes, I do. I think he should. Uh, even worse on the same token is Stevie J. Yeah. It, it was embarrassing. Um, yeah. uh, again, and the uh, the squirrel grip that he tried to apply to Jared <laughs> oh, McVeigh. Um, it was very interesting to hear Cameron Ling try and defend that one too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was... Oh, I know Stevie J, he wouldn't do something like that. And then they show the replay and he's not looking... Like, he, he can see the ball's five metres yeah. away. And he goes, yeah, I think he's just trying to give him a little, you know, a little one tummy punch or something. Yeah, like, which so is... So you're saying he was trying to hit him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those tummy punch, they're still illegal. Yeah. And you can still get reported for them. Yeah. Um, I think if you whack someone in the nards, you should get reported instantly. Fucking oath. Even fucking Del Bunning's grip, I'd give that one a couple of weeks too. Instead, what he got was a handball and a goal. Mm. Um, (laughs) No, not a handball. Um, So you'll probably, you might get a fine, but I hope he should get games for that because if you're intending to punch somebody and you get them in the nuts... Well, uh, if you can get games for going for the ball and accidentally hitting someone in the head... You should get games for not going for the ball and hitting the ball. I, I think your your punishment should be play the next week. That's all well and good. But whoever you punch in the balls, they get a free um, punch Rochambeau. to your <laughs> nose. No, to the nose. Don't no. Going for the balls is out of bounds. So that's not an eye for an eye case. It's not cool. <laughs> a punch to the nose, we have a beer afterwards. It's all good. Um, you shouldn't have to, you know, rub it down and make it better or anything like that. <laughs> a, a reach around wouldn't be too much to ask, let's be honest. Or, you know, if you... But see, now he'll probably get a fine. Does If that fine goes to Jared uh, McVeigh, who he hit, like that's one of the most expensive hand jobs going around. <laughs> no, no, he, he spends it on um, recuperation. Just, uh, you know, lots of massages. Pity wasn't Ryan O'Keefe. Lots, lots of uh, you know, the old Port Melbourne wristies. <laughs> that works out. Um, let's go into the next game, uh, which was hard to watch at times again. And here we are, our... Number one out of the eight team, yeah. I think it was, at the start of the season. Yeah, we tipped West Coast to do fuck all, and we tipped the Suns to make the eight. So I think I tipped Shuey to have the worst season ever because his whole team would fall out around him. Yeah, um, I think, no, Prittis, wasn't it? Prittis, yeah. Yeah, it was I think too. if I... Reigning Brownlee medalist. Yeah. Exactly. And both of them had blinders. Yep. <laughs> yeah, at some stage, I'm going to re-listen to our preseason, and I think I... Don't do it. I think I tipped uh, Frio to drop off, uh, yeah. and I tipped uh, Gold Coast to make the finals, and I thought West Coast to drop away too, and I... Fucking screwed that right up. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. 
Um, yeah. There was somebody put up uh, after the game, the Gold Coast Twitter account put up, <laughs> you know, a screen grab of the scores or something, and their comment was just dot, dot, dot. I mean, what more do you say? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're in the same boat as Carlton. They're yep. just insipid. There's nothing going on. Uh, do any of you guys know how far away Gary Applet it is? Uh, I, I think he's a couple of thousand Ks, and he wants to stay there. Um, I've got a theory that he's actually ready, and he's just gone. Fuck this! Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not playing for those bastards while, while they're playing like that. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if they said, "Look, Gary, we're not taking any risk at all. Once you're 100 percent guaranteed, and you're going to help people to sign on the yeah. dots, we're going to sort out other shit in the meantime." When you're back, we'll have the team ready to fucking back it up and we'll try and hit the finals. Maybe he's just stayed away from football so much, though, to recuperate the mind as well. Yeah. And so he's just said to him, oh, look, you know, I'll be ready for finals. And uh, they've gone, uh, yeah. Which, yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, we told you, we're not fucking trading you, mate. <laughs> um, West Coast keep going from strength to strength. I mean, yeah. their midfield is um, up there with the best of them. <laughs> the midfield's the loose. That's the thing is they're loose. Yeah. Uh, Matty Prittis with a lazy 39 touches which anytime you get 39 touches you have to think you've got the most on the side Yeah, but well, uh, Maston with 43 for, see that's the funny thing Maston's had 43 touches he might not get a brown loaf <laughs> yeah. because just because um, Prittis and Yao and Shui were so good yeah. um, he'd probably still sneak in for one or two but um, it's, it's amazing I'll um, tell you what there'd be a big dump on Prittis at the moment for the brown low with uh, oh, I don't know well, Fife with the tripping. Okay, with Fife so. with the trip, that's what I mean. If if he's ineligible, which uh, I think he should, he should get a week at least, um, especially because they're playing North next week and I've got money on Pontepelli and, and if Robbie Gray. If it was good enough for McKernan get ripped off, then fuck him. <laughs> oh, wouldn't they get salty? Um, but that was bullshit, McKernan get ripped off a of Brownlow, let's be honest. Yep. Um, uh, Kennedy's kicked another four. He's just keeping on. Keeping he's on. still booked in for surgery or some shit, isn't he? he What's going on? His elbow. I've heard he's broken his whole life and booked in for surgery sometime, but can still t- kick ten goals in two weeks he or something. On, he's on. Is he on the Medicare wait list or some shit? Surely they've got private health. Uh, <laughs> I, I think if West Coast were doing what pretty much everybody expected them to do with this injury list and, and finishing, you know, the bottom Send him four, to Germany. I think he'd already be off. Yeah, but. Uh, they just keep going from strength to strength. And maybe they're looking at, look, your surgery is going to take six weeks. We get two weeks out of here now, get two extra wins, we're finals guaranteed. Yeah. Take your time off. Well, we'll yeah, see, back. It'd be interesting it. if they go for a mid-season one. Yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Oh my gosh, I'm adopting a puppy right now, but I realize what's at home. Oh no, I have nothing. Well, except unconditional love. But yeah, no crate, no pee-pee pads, no dental chews for his little puppy teeth. Before I doubt myself as a new parent, I just get Instacart to deliver everything from PetSmart. 
Easy, just like raising a puppy is going to be, right? Get Pet Essentials from PetSmart with Instacart. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Obviously, they've got the best doctors going around. They know what's going on. Yeah. Um, but uh, if they go that route and say, mate, we want you tip-top for finals... But at the moment, you know, if you if you're with a dodgy elbow, you kick them fives and sixes. Yeah, we'll hang around. We've gone past the Saints game, haven't we? Uh, yeah, we spoke about that a second. Yeah, you just thought about something at the Saints. Drop I it did. in. Yeah, I was talking about revolt and concussions, and the fact that yep. we don't really know what the deal is with concussions. Do you think there should be a mandatory um, uh, club imposed suspension on concussions, or also Nick Revolt sent straight to hospital? Yep. Not assessed in the room. Yeah, straight if, hospital. if you go to hospital, you have to have the next week off. Like, uh, that, yeah. No matter what. I, actually, I think um, if you get a shot to the nards, you should have the next week off too. Yeah. Um, From the missus. Yeah. But the other yeah. thing that they wanted to say is that as soon as he got sent to hospital, the commentators were acting like he'd fucking died. <laughs> and they're like, um, you know, condolences out to the Rewall family and so-and-so's family. And it's like... These people are erring on the side of caution. There's yeah. no need to send their fucking family into fits of terror. Okay, he's gone off to the hospital. We understand that. Yeah. You know, but yeah. at the end of the day, the game's still going. Yeah. Worry about that rather exactly. than speculating about somebody's health. Yeah. And the thing is, you want people to go to hospital if there's any chance that something is wrong. Yeah. And Don't he, act like something is wrong. Went and scans and it was all fine. But yeah. it was the right thing to do too. Because if, oh, if, you, if you go night-night yeah, exactly. um, instantly... Go have a scheme. Send them to hospital, but don't offer their family fucking condolences yeah. like they've just died. Just just put the like, put the roses yeah. away. Exactly. It's all right. Like because there's people who are sitting at home watching these games whose family are playing these games yep. and they're relying on you to get true and proper information across. And so you can't say in the case that something bad has happened, condolences to your family. Yeah. Because in, they're gonna fucking shit a brick. In fairness, I think Doc Larkin said he was, you know, uh, died on impact or something. Yeah, I think he, he's his already a- in heaven and, and had his, his, had his, and did his ACL. Yeah. He'd already been in heaven and had his second um, return and um, yeah. in currently in uh, St. Kilda Hospital. Um, on to the Bulldogs versus the Dockers. Um, oh, how much were you waiting for this game? I, I thought this would be a really good um, sort of uh, litmus test for where the dogs are at. And it was, it was. Oh, I, I, I thought they were going for all money. Uh, well, well, they when got blown they kicked, away, the they, first. they didn't give up. The they didn't give up, Frio, and that's the big thing because uh, the dogs are a bit of a younger side, and a lot of younger sides have got. Oh well, you know, we're playing an undefeated, you yeah. know, league, uh, ladder leading. Yeah, yeah. Everyone expects them to play in the grand final. Uh, we did enough yeah. uh, at three quarter time. They could have easily just packed up their kit and gone. Yeah, you know, we're doing okay. We're not yeah. really never, trying to. Never mind three quarter time. At quarter time. Yeah. Yeah. But away. all the damage was done then. Uh, with two minutes to go, it was oh, dead six level. Goals. So they fought back tooth and nail. And I love the way they play football. Yep. It's yep. great to watch. They had every chance to win it too. There was um, yep. Both teams were feeling the pressure in the final couple of minutes. Yep. And lots of um, little skill errors came up. Mm. But it was, you know, it was a Frio error, a Bulldogs error, and then Frio capitalized. Yep. And yeah. it's just those little bits of polish at the end um, that... Uh, would have got them over the line, but, but I think I think the term "good losses" overused. But you'd have to think a lot of the the Bulldogs players are going to come away going, "We almost had them. Yeah. yeah, we were damn close." And instead of going, "Oh, we we've lost it, we fucked it up," they're going to think Funny next enough, time. Yeah. I think we're going to have them. It ne- never led all day. They got to even, and then mm. two quick goals in the final minute yeah. and a half. And the thing is, good losses usually come after wins. You don't get a good loss after five losses. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Um, Tory Dixon kicking a lazy seven. 
Um, I don't know if that's an indication. Like, if we said somebody kicked seven for the Bulldogs, you think, oh, maybe Stringer popped up or Boyd. Yeah, or you think that they won. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> or, you know, even Cramery. Um, but Tory Dixon. Yeah. Kicks seven. Actually, speaking about Cramery, you, you haven't know heard a, a whole lot of him, but Bulldogs have been doing very well with a lots of contributors because it was always expected that Cramery was going to be the key focus in there because he did pretty well at Essendon and showed a bit of potential. And did okay, yeah. Had a lot of outs with Bulldogs in regards to their sort of uh, center line forward. And, I don't know, there was a lot of heat on Cramery being their go-to person in the forward line, but he hasn't done a whole lot in the forward line, but they still managed to win and, and kick winning scores yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah. So. so, one surprising thing for me was uh, Robert Murphy. I think he's been drinking from the same fountain as Brent Harvey and Dustin Fletcher. Just gets better with age. He's he's come on leaps and bounds. I, I'm flabbergasted at the season he's having compared to the season he had last year. It's just sometimes the people, uh, players, when they get given that mantle of captain, they, they can wilt under it or yeah. it can make them, you know, that 10% better. And... Good for the dogs. I think it's more than 10%. I mean, exactly what's happening. I don't happening. know if you've ever seen Irish sports, but they come into their prime at 40. So. <laughs> um, Expect big things. Super Pav kicked the uh, the sealer um, in the final one. It was a nice little tap around the corner. Um, he's not looking like he's uh, going off. Well, remember that last year people were saying, oh, you know, this will be the last go around. And then, oh, he's going another year. Jesus Christ. You'd have him in your team. Like, any clutch kicker and... You know, team leader like him, every team wants one. And I tell you what, you just hope that Pav wins a grand final before he retires because he's exactly. stuck with that Frio side. Um, and it'd be one of those stories where you've been through the lows and you deserve the highs. It, you know, obviously, I go back to Hawthorne. It's like Crawford finally getting it exactly after right, exactly right. games. Yep. I, I'm not sure how many um, uh, Pav's played, but he'd be up close to Crawford's. Uh, yeah. Crawford, I think, has the record for longest amount of games before your first premiership. But, but you mm. see you see Pavlich being someone like... Uh, uh, Rewalt or... Rewalt or... Who would you say in the Hawks team would be the sort of equivalent the thing is, I would say his leadership on the ground would be similar to maybe Mitchell or someone who oh, pop up when they do it. I was going to say Hodge, but maybe not quite so, at Hodge's level. I think of him sort of yeah, as a Jonathan close. Brown. Um, in yeah, that, yeah, probably like when, that role. Probably not, not when the game's on the that. line. He'll say, "Get the fucking ball to me." Yeah, yeah. and he'll get the blokes around yeah. to say, "Look." If you're in trouble, let me fucking know. I'll sort that shit out. Yeah, yeah very. And uh, that's such a good point. Is that I think when it comes to actually having that true influence on the result of a game. Football is very hard because you've got 18 teams and it's a huge fucking oval. You can't be everywhere. Whereas someone like Jonathan Brown was like, get the ball to me, I'll take care of it. Where I think someone like Luke Hodges, I'll get the ball and you guys go where you need to be. Yep. And I think that's that's the big difference with, with t- uh, players who can turn that game um, into their own favour on their own back. With the uh, Fife incident, do you think that... Frio fans' hands went to their heart first or their wallet? Because <laughs> there's a lot of nervous Brownlow betters yeah. looking at that going, please, yeah. just a fine, just a fine, yeah. just a fine. And there's a lot of bookies who have gone, oh, we've got a chance here. I like that Frio have already started laying the foundations. Um, hey, look, you don't rip someone off a of Brownlow by doing something like that, let's be honest. That's- they're trying to say that it was the surface. It was slippery. <laughs> uh, you know, because there were players, he slipped over yeah. just before, uh, but the, he didn't slip look, over when he did the old grassy knoll. The only time you call that intentional is if you've never played a fucking game of footy in your life. Because if someone's trying to get past you, yeah. your first instinct is it do is. whatever to stop them getting past you. Unfortunately. You stick everything out. Yeah, Fletcher, uh, Dustin Fletcher's been done for this about 10 times in his career. Jared Ruffhead got done for it last year. 
It's yeah. Like, unfortunately, the MRP love giving out one games for these yep. um, knee jerk trips. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It could cost him a brown. So, with is, that, um, if he. It only costs him a brown low. He's only eligible if he serves a game. Is that correct? correct? Yes. Yeah. So, if they offer him a one and it gets talked down to, say, 90 to carryover points, reprimand, yeah. Reprimand and he's a fine. fine, he's good. And that's the new rule, I believe, that's just in play this year. Or yeah. It could have been last year. Yeah, so if the MRP goes, well, you've got one, with an early play, it goes down to 97 carryover points. and Reprimands. We, and I don't don't think they do carryover points anymore. I don't know. Actually, what actually happens with a reprimand? Is it literally a reprimand where someone goes in there and says, well, Mr. Fife, you shouldn't have done this? I, I hope it is. I, 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 I want to know like, who does like that. Like a soccer or, referee where they don't pull the card out until you're standing like right in front of them. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. You come right here, son. I hope uh, someone dresses up. The only other thing I can say is I'm glad it was a great game because um, it, obviously this was the A-League Grand Final. Yeah. <laughs> Which turned out to be 3-0, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, with 10 men. Uh, okay, on to the Sunday games. Uh, Hang on, that was a Sunday game. The second Sunday game, the one at the big MCG, it was the traditional rivals, the 35-year anniversary of uh, uh, Richmond's last premiership over Collingwood. Yep. And uh, poor old Tigers, slow out of the box, but turned it on. Well, it, was, it wasn't pretty, and that's both teams. Um, oh, I was, to be honest, I didn't see the first quarter. Oh, I looked on my phone because I was uh, actually getting to a TV screen ASAP. And I saw that Collingwood, uh, Collingwood were up by, I think it was 20 points or something. So I stopped hurrying so much. Uh, I told the missus, hey, actually, yeah, maybe we'll go out for lunch. So we went, checked out a winery and then came back. And um, all of a sudden, Tigers were in front by a couple of points. And kick, so I was like, kick, shit. Very much an ebb and flow it game. was six like, in a row, five in the second quarter. I yeah, it was they, six kick, in a row. And then they gave back three and then another six in a row, which... What the fuck happens yeah, there? Yeah, but it was the second quarter. It was the second quarter. We were down in the first. Eight goals in the second quarter, yeah. I think. And they only kicked 15 for the day. And five in a row to start off the second quarter, which got us back in front, I believe. Uh, yeah, 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 we are. Um, and there was a couple of dumb decisions. I think there was a 50-meter penalty oh, look, by Heath Grundy. Yeah. That, you know, Collingwood had just wrestled back um, yeah. you know, some control. Yeah. And then that gave, I think, Cochin a goal. And then the next yeah. run started. But I'll tell you what, Trav Cloak... He was up and about, though. And he was. He had three an straight, awesome straight tackle. Um, his ability to go to the second effort now, in this game, was fantastic. Um, I, I still think he's uh, in a bit of strife, but he's working well, hard. His goals were from out on the arc. He kicked they, three straight, mm, I think, and then that's when he started spraying a few, and he definitely sprayed. And with Trav, it's not his ability. It's pressure. That's it's, all it is. It's all it's, mental. It's how you handle pressure, and that's all it is. You missed one from the very pretty much in front that you should have got yeah, at yeah. a very vital point of the game. But the thing is, with this game, as a, as a Richmond supporter, you're still very worried that they had their third quarter fade out again. Yeah. Mm. But Collingwood didn't capitalize on it, and that's no. where the game was lost for Collingwood. And Richmond just did enough to to plug plug away in that that um. 15 minutes, I would say, for yep. the last half of the third quarter. And Cochran did enough to be able to get some possession and get it forward. But honestly, Collingwood should have put put him to the sword in the yep. end of that third quarter. And it should have been a nightmare press conference for Damien Hardwick. But well, as it was, it wasn't. When you've got the um, the advantage, you've got to make the most of it. And that's where the Tigers mm. won this one. Well, that's what we say. Advantages are taken, not handed out. So yep. at the end of the day, we've given out advantages so much, but 
at the end of the day, this is our time to take one. And, and we did, but it wasn't pretty, and you still take the win from it. Yep. Um, you take Rebolt doing lots of good stuff in the middle. The only thing that I really didn't agree with was that when the game was there to be won, we again stuck Martin in the forward line, put him at full forward, and we lost our center clearances. Yeah. After they scored a goal, we put Martin back in the middle, and I think we got four center clearances in a row directly because of Martin. Yeah. It's worked for him a couple of times, though, that yeah, Martin but, one-on-one out of the goal square, but you got to get it to yeah, the goal square. exactly. Put Martin in the middle. That's what he is. He's he's a born-and-bred hard player. Don't put him in the forward line. He's not a flashy player, even though he can show that, that ability, but put him in the middle. We've got a forward line. We've got Jack there. We've got Tyrone. We've got people there that can kick goals. Another thing from this game, though, if you have a look, uh, Dane Swan had another blinder. Oh, he, he, yep. did. he did. He had, had a fucking blinder. He's a, like, we're seeing so often players who... You know, they have a quiet year, and if they're yeah. over 30, everyone's like, oh, you know, maybe they're done. Yep. And then, you know, Murphy, Swan, they're, they're in the form of their lives. Yeah. And part of that is probably because they're not attracting the number one tagger anymore. Yeah. But uh, still to get, what he had, uh, 32 touches, a couple of goals. You know, but good, they're, they're, all tackles. they're all quality touches, though. That's the yeah. thing. Like, he, he won marking competitions, and it wasn't from out-marking people. It was out-positioning yeah, people. Yeah. That's but all he did. Strong call. Yeah, that's what he's, he's, he's a, a fucking perfect. He's a footballer. Yeah, like, he, he, he had Mark Bachelor, he had Mark Rance. He's not the fastest guy. He's not the yeah. highest flyer. Yeah. But he's like a, a Michael Voss. He'll make the right decision exactly. on either side of his body, and he'll get the players around yeah. him to do yeah. what they need he, to do as well. He's got a good eye for the footy. Yeah, yeah. and he knows uh, where to be. Absolutely. Now, on, I'm going to say this is one of the weirdest... This is the bullshit cup. The weirdest upsets. Yeah. Brisbane over Port. I, I think I it's, a, it's a match-up that... I think that, that it was just a pure, pure flute. They matched up much better against Port than they do against anyone else. I don't know. I mean, on the scoreboard, 17 points isn't a good outing. Um, it, yeah. It's, you could say that's where the game was lost with their inaccuracy. But Brisbane played well. They yeah. ran, they hit targets. But they beat in their individual competitions. They won in the midfield where Port are runners. And yep. um, Brisbane, they outran them and contained them when they had to. I'll tell you what, I, like wish, they, I, had, I wish I had money on uh, shares in Denko Rub right now because there'd be a lot of Brisbane supporters who've worn out their elbows. Yeah. <laughs> they would be rock hard and they would have given themselves a fair working over after that result. I'll, I'll stop you there and... You were incorrect when you said there is a lot of Brisbane supporters. <laughs> there are Brisbane supporters. I, I thought you were incorrect when you said Denkerup. Doesn't that shit burn like hell? <laughs> Not on the elbow, because <laughs> they, the they would have oh, worn sorry. that shit right down. <laughs> um, just such a, a weird result. I mean, yeah. I I gave away my tips this week to the, the coin flip. Yeah. And I still only got six. But I think this is one of the... Oh, who could pick this? Who picked it? I didn't. No, I, I thought uh, Paul would be able to phone it in. I thought Port could I just go Port over there. Too. Yeah, yeah, apparently so. But you know, the, a lot of the decent players still got the ball. Um, I it's just one of those things that for once Brisbane's midfield switched on. Honestly, I think I think Brisbane Port Adelaide Port Adelaide. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what happened. Absolutely. It could be um, some of the fact that um, Port are no longer the hunters; they're the hunted now. Yeah. Um, so people are actually looking at their style of game more. Yeah. Um, but it could be also that. Their midfield at Brisbane has finally settled. Yep. I mean, Dane Beam's had his best game since he's gone north. Yep. Oh, yeah, although, the, Port, they didn't play the football they've been playing. Like, they're they never very, chance, though. Yeah. And I, I love watching Port play as well because they're one of those very uh, direct through the corridor. Yeah. Uh, they don't generally flood back. They did a little bit here. And yeah. it, it's like they wanted to 
I, I don't know. They wanted someone else to set, step up, and everyone was waiting for someone else to do it. Yeah. Um, whereas Brisbane just got a bit of a sniff, and they're like, hang on, we got but this. I think, yeah. I think, and they played I think on. Brisbane just matched up well. Um, just, um, with Port Adelaide, like um, they got out, you know, early to a couple of goals, but um, I think Brisbane pegged it back. And what they did was they outmuscled Port, and yep. Port are mm. a running team. And if you looked at people like um, Wingard, and uh, they're the players that they're not the key players that are going to run, but they're the um, secondary players. Yeah, and they're the ones that link up and push it forward and end up with the goal. Especially when you look at Westhoff at forward. You'll see a lot of time Wingard in pockets or Wingard yep. on four flanks giving to Westhoff or kicking goals. Yeah. And Brisbane made a concerted effort to shut those people down. And whenever you saw Wingard get the ball under pressure straight away, jump up and grab it, getting tackled, it made a huge difference. And put a, they're always going to be able to get a few uh, pieces of play where they've got a free run and they can show what they can really do in open space. Yeah. But Brisbane really made an effort to shut down that space and they've got the running players that could do it. And Zorko did his part and Daniel Rich, I think, had an excellent game. Physical he might have got too. 23 possessions or something, but they were all well, well yeah. worth worthwhile possessions. And I think quite a few of them were hardball gets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and he, when and he's in pressure flight, around the contests. Yeah, he's great to watch when he's playing that role. Stoppages, I mean. Um, I, I don't know who Justin Lepich prayed to before, but uh, I tell you what, you'd put that on uh, your pre-game ritual. Um, yeah. Do that again, champ. What? In fact, whatever everyone at Brisbane did. Do that again next week. Write it down. Um, I don't care if you put your right sock on first uh, rather than the left. Don't Whatever you have to do for your right. Don't yeah, fucking fuck. kick on it because um, it came together and they played like a team five spots above where they are now. Well, we're talking about um, how good the midfielders were for Brisbane. Um, just quietly, Stefan Martin as the number two ruckman. He's had a lazy 24 touches. Jesus. That's not too. a bad effort at all for a big fella. Bloody earth. I, I remember seeing him years ago in um, a practice, uh, sorry, a NAB Cup game against um, Essendon uh, when he was playing for Melbourne. I thought, this kid's going to be anything. Yeah. I couldn't believe it when Melbourne got rid of him or he wanted to yeah. go or whatever. Yeah. But it looks like he's going to, he's just starting to hit his straps. You know, the, the older players, yeah. they take that a little bit longer. Especially the big a guys. Good player, yeah. And it's funny you mention that because. I hadn't really thought about it until you brought it up, but that could be a very key part of that's missing from Brisbane's game plan is that you've got the midfield, but unless you get first use of the footy, it's useless because you're always going to be chasing. Yeah. And so if you've got a, 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 a ruckman who can set up the, the center play or the stoppages into a, a situation that's advantageous, it sets it up for you going forward. And then he can become that, you know, an extra midfielder around yeah. the ground if he's yeah. getting that much of the ball. Exactly. Um, Maybe know. that's a key. I'd like to and see I, what, what he's done in the previous games where they've lost and, and see if that is really a factor of this. I think that might be a vulnerability of Port too because even though they've got Paddy Ryder there now, he's not very dominant in the ruck. He hasn't had a good... He hasn't had a breakout game for no. for Port yet and that's been his problem at Essendon hmm. was that when, when he's on, he is unbelievably good. Yeah. And yeah. So he's mobile very mobile and athletic. And athletic. Yeah. But when he has to be quiet, free to do it. That's when, the thing. When he's quiet, he's very yeah. quiet. But he's never contested contested possession person. He always has no. to be free to be able to do that. Mm. And so you need someone to be able to draw attention off him, which Port just do not have. Well, yeah, and that's one thing too. Like his uh, contested possession has been a criticism, but he's athletic enough to get into space that he doesn't need to contest the ball. Yeah. But however, when someone's slotting back and filling up the area he's running into, he struggles. And even if that bloke's much smaller than him, which often it will be, he he can't handle the body for some reason for for a bloke as he physically is, talented as him he he's a, struggling he is a, a bit of a bean pole he is. i mean he's not much uh, not much he doesn't have lots of uh, core strength yeah but uh, again if there's a, a vulnerability for port it's in their ruck 
Yeah, well, uh, Lobby's been back for a few weeks now. Um, you, you would have thought, yeah, if, if he wasn't right, he wouldn't be playing. But, no, uh, but yeah. with those two, Lobby and Ryder, they're quality. Um, but they're not... I wouldn't put them as elite. They, I, I, they'd be expecting more out of Ryder. Yeah. I wouldn't say Ryder's going to work hard for his possessions. That's the thing. Yeah. You need someone to be able to put him in a position where he can work magic. Um, so that's uh, that's the fucked up round seven. And, you know, my tips, I've sacked the coin too. Six I got by doing a coin flip, which is the second best round I've had this year. Yep. Going to the Magic 8-Ball, I think, from now on. Um, I uh, think I did all right. I'm, I'm still scared to look at our preseason predictions of how team's going to go because... <laughs> yeah, we, we fair fucked that up. The only thing I think I've, I've actually gone well with was the Saints. I think I might have tipped them as 14th. Oh, Okay. And yeah, I think and I tipped him as 18th. Yeah, everyone else tipped him as last by a long way. Yep. Well, I, I think my first tips, I actually forgot Adelaide and <laughs> uh, Frio. So, yeah, no, I'm, I fucked right up. I, I thought Frio would drop out. I thought Gold Coast would be in there. I, I thought GWS would finish ninth. Yeah, I, I, I fucking screwed the pooch on a lot of that. So, so we're winning the Captain Hindsight Cup. Captain Hindsight Cup, yeah. <laughs> um, so, round eight, uh, we'll just go through the tips then. Um, Friday night... Geelong, I can't. Why? Oh, if only you could change the fixture halfway through the year. See, I, you I take love Carlton out of all their Friday night games. I love yeah, going to Friday yeah. night games. I have no intention of going to Geelong Carlton Friday. Geelong Carlton, um, Geelong by how many? Will Carlton get within? Is this 10? down at Geelong? No, no it's Eddie Had. Eddie Had. I, I may not even watch the game just because Geelong are a, not an attractive <laughs> side to watch footy. I tell you right now, I'm definitely not watching the game. <laughs> and just straight if, up, if Hawkins plays, it'll be a hundred points. Uh, St. Kilda versus West Coast, Eddie had. Well, West Coast. Yeah. yeah by like, a long way. By a long way. Uh, with that revolt, I don't revolt. think I'd watch the game either. Because uh, one of the reasons you... Well, the only reason to watch St. Kilda is see revolt flying along that wing. I want to see how he does. Saints yeah. did well with that revolt, though. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, what, that's what gave the young kids confidence, I think, was having no. the freedom well, to not I'm have not to saying cater that, to revolt. I'm not saying they won't do well. I'm just saying they're not playing this sort of attractive football I'd want to pay... 25 bucks to watch yeah no, see no. I think they do it's just not consistent I think they'll have 10 minutes 15 minutes of playing really good fast footy and they're like shit we're playing really good yeah. and then all of a sudden oh it's fucked so uh, I think that consistency is what they're missing I think it'll be, be an alright game I mean they've knocked off the Bulldogs there so but West Coast still West yeah. Coast. I'm going West Coast by 6 so I'll put Prittis in for a lazy 40 he gets 40 touches. Yeah. Oh, Easy, yeah, yeah. GWS versus Adelaide at Spotless Stadium is this going to wow. be... That is the game of the round, right? Oh, No, you haven't looked forward to it. Between enough. that and Hawthorne. <laughs> but um, this would be, be the game of the round for the the most amazing attacking quick This is the game football. of the round for Sydney. <laughs> in, in, Sydney. No, in Sydney. Not for a Sydney-based <laughs> team. It's a game of the round for a team in Sydney. In Sydney. But both teams are playing a very... Attractive football, football you want to see. Uh, the the players are all trying to prove themselves. Who knows? Eddie Betts could kick a dozen. That, Anything could happen here. That could decide the game. Who stands Eddie Betts? But uh, look, you know, a fortnight ago, GWS knocked Hawthorne off at the same ground. They're going to be wanting to show that it wasn't a fluke. Yeah, um, you know, they took care of Carlton last week. Yeah. What a game! I'm really excited for this game. Yeah. It'll be awesome to watch. Look, I think it's going to be one of those games where you'll you'll want to watch it on. Um, uh, the the TV box or whatever where you can actually rewind bits. Okay, so, IQ. Oh, yeah, IQ. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm after. Yeah. The TV box. Yeah. Well, where the fuck are you going? Say so what? You're going to download it? <laughs> oh, maybe I will too. But it, it's going to be one of those ones where you're like, holy fuck, that happened, and you'll rewind it again because the commentary yeah. will be talking about fucking pigeons or some bullshit. Yeah. But, but I, I think with GWS, so, yeah. 
Uh, I'm just going to say, I, I really think it's going to be a, a cracker sport, especially because it's in uh, in Sydney. And anyone who goes along to the game yeah. will get their money's worth. Absolutely. Um, oh, they'll they turn up and they'll sure. just be like, yeah. fuck me, this is brilliant. They and should if, be able to fill out this ground. If, actually, they, if they leave point. me stranded on that comment, I'm going to fucking smash it. <laughs> no, that's actually a good point. Like, If, if this game doesn't get the GWS uh, local fans excited and get them um, into the their seats, yep. because this is what they're going to be competing for to make finals, I think, oh, is yes. this spot. I don't care if you go for fucking Adelaide. If you live in Sydney, go watch this game. I don't care. Like, if you I go for it. Collingwood, if you go to go if for you don't, Hawthorne, go yeah, fuck yourself. Fuck it. I tell you what, watch it, this it, game. It's going to be a great game. It's going to rate its ass off on the TV box thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gold Coast versus Collingwood at Metricon. Um, now, see, I'm. this is the game I don't want to watch. Um, this could be a nil or draw. If they give uh, Cloak all the shots on goal, I, I think that's the only way Gold Coast can win this is zone off Cloak, let him have shots from 30 out, and then um, work on their bringing it out from the behind. Actually, who did Collingwood play next, like the week after this uh, one? In round nine, Collingwood will play... Page. Let's have a look. North Melbourne, North. fuck. So if uh, if Cloak has a day out against Gold Coast, which is entirely possible, he'll get his you know twenty possessions, seven goals straight. He'll be pumped, full of confidence when they play North, and he'll give us a fair toweling. Um, so I'm hoping they play eight people on uh, Cloak, and with a bit of luck, uh, he might get the yips and still have them the week after. Um, just quietly, I was just checking something as I was cycling through there. The team that played Carlton the previous week has lost the following week, I think, 16 games in a row. Or something wow. Like that. Jesus. Brisbane, upsetting Port, broke that streak, which wow. is amazing because you would have thought, yeah, they'll lose that. No worries. Yeah. Anyway, um, on to the grand final replay. Sorry, I'm going Gold Coast. Oh, yeah, yeah you're going Gold Coast. Yeah. I'm going Collingwood and by a long way. No, I'm going Gold Coast. I, I, I think you can go Gold Coast. I'm not saying you can't. Gold Coast are the ones that we tipped to be the GWS of this season. More or less of how, of how it's turned out. Oh, yeah, how it's turned out. Yeah, um, uh, I think Collingwood will—they're too big in the midfield. They'll kill them. Um, the grand final replay: Hawthorne versus Sydney. This is a real test for especially for, especially for Hawthorne. Got a few outs too. Uh, might no, get a few back. Might get a few back. Late uh, might come back. Oh, okay. Lewis and is Hodge and Lewis will be back. No, Hodge is Hodge ain't back. Lewis, Lewis is ain't back. back. Is he? Lewis is back. Think you one week. No, you got two. two. It's been two it's weeks. Been two weeks. Yeah, it's been two weeks. They played Melbourne and uh, GWS. So, okay. and uh, Sydney coming off a, a great hard fought win against uh, uh, Geelong. Yeah. Um, it's it's really Hawthorne. I think it's a bigger game for Hawthorne than it is for Sydney. Oh, definitely. Sydney definitely done enough to get yeah. their wins. Um, Hawthorne, like we said, have only beaten the Bulldogs out of the teams that are in the top eight right now. Yep. Um, so they need a big scalp. Otherwise, they're flat track bullies, and they're you know um, not in the top four um, contention. Um, so it's going to be a great game. Yeah, but I like the fact that this season has come down to fighting from pretty much third down to tenth. Yep, that's where mm. the the real I fight think, is. I think that uh, yeah, it's equal points from third down to tenth. It's only percentage separating it. Like your fight is to either um, have a second crack at finals or miss finals altogether. Yep. I hope it stays that way for this season. I think mm. that'll really even up that midfield pack and make it uh, a bit more even with the struggles that AFL teams yeah. are facing at the moment with financial and members. And I think, that. though, uh, the fixture is what's really going to decide that because some teams have true, true. Uh, a pretty hard front end and a fairly easy back end. I think, yeah. from memory, North's got one of the easier back ends. And you can never anticipate it before the no, season. So that's the point, yeah. though. Like yeah. At the start of the season, the teams that are, you know, 
really like they're GWS. struggling rebuilding. GWS. Yeah. Um, no way you pick them. Just fucking no. going on a domination. No, not at all. But at the final, like in the final four rounds, every team plays above themselves. Yeah. Every team's going. Nah. Every player is like, I want to play finals. Yeah. So even if you're ten goals up. You're going to try and make it 12, 14, 15 because you want to play next week and you want to play in September. Yeah, exactly. So, Hawthorne, anyway. Uh, the only reason I'm tipping Hawthorne is because I go from. Otherwise, I would have tipped Sydney. Ooh, I, I think this is going to be a fairly uh, unsociable match. And I, I think there's going to be some violence. There will be some very belligerent football happening. Well, they say Honestly, they- all right, I'm going on a limb. I'm tipping Hawthorne by seven goals. All right. Um, Frio North over there. I don't think Frio is going to lose a game in WA all year. Um, no, I think... And I think because North actually won over there last year, so Frio would be pretty keen on I'm, taking that one I'm back. I'm sure it'll be brought up with the, the, the team during the week. Yeah, the I only reckon, thing... I reckon they're not short on motivation. No. I reckon they're doing pretty good. The only thing I can see, maybe, is that Fife's whole issue might, I don't know, distract them. And I'm, I'm hoping it does and... <laughs> North Melbourne don't fucking lose their shit. But um, oh, I, I don't think we've got the midfield that can match them. Um, I, yeah. I wish we could. Um, I don't I think wish they forward line or back line either. We're <laughs> <laughs> at it. I wish. I, I think. Um, I know. Uh, I've spoken. Their bench about- is probably better. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, their bench. Their, their last three players. The fucking waffle will beat half AFL team. <laughs> I, I think um, they probably might play a second ruckman for this match, just because Goldstein... I think their medical staff is actually <laughs> the un- thing is, undersold. I've just thought about, like, do they get, like, the free drafts through the waffle, like Cruz and Port get through the sandful? No, no, that? no. no I was no. going to say, because that's a fucking rot, because their waffle is stacked <laughs> with talent. Like, that's got to be the best uh, amateur no, league, it's just the feeder league. It's just that three around. years after they get picked up, they keep wanting to go back home. Yeah, oh, no, after they come out of jail, they go in there, and then they fucking <laughs> get put into free or West Coast. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, yeah. you think they've got a chance? Oh, they, they've got a chance. You try to talk yourself into it. <laughs> I, I really... <laughs> don't do your best. No, I, I have to tip them because if they win and I didn't... Of course I'm you have to tip them. Otherwise, we'd give you shit if they fucking lost. <laughs> uh, Essendon versus Brisbane at Etihad. Now, this game, last uh, 24 hours ago... Yeah, yeah. ...doesn't yeah. hold any interest. Honestly, now, there'd be some erases coming out. Yep. Um, I, I'm, I mean, I'm going to tip Essendon, but... It's now, it, it could be an upset. If Brisbane can put that together two yep. weeks in a row. No, I'm on Brisbane. Um, mainly just because I, I I know James Hurd said they've been going through this WADA, Asada bullshit for ages. But I, I think the players are just so frustrated with it at the moment yeah. that uh, they're going to be distracted. I think Brisbane are going to come out and they're going to be you know aggressive, belligerent, and just, I, I think they'll blow them off. No, I'm completely the same as you. Like, I'm, I'm thinking... Um, Brisbane will definitely get there. Um, different reasons because um, fuck Essendon. <laughs> and uh, don't That's think it. we didn't yeah. hear that you said blow them off. And we just <laughs> um, Melbourne versus the Bulldogs. I mean, it could be two hundred point losses in a row. Look, yeah. I know Brisbane beating Port's big. If Melbourne beat the Bulldogs, fuck me. Wait, start of the year, you I, tip this as possible I, fight for eighteenth. 
yeah, um, now it's it's possible fight for let's see Percentage. if you get within ten goals. No, yeah. I I can't see the Bulldogs winning by less than a hundred. I I think they will absolutely <laughs> bury fierce, Melbourne. You're setting the light at a fair <laughs> fucking price. I am. I, I tell you what. I thought I was the king of dark horses. <laughs> fucking hell. I think Cenab- that was going to be my shtick. I want to see what Cenabet have the line at and head to head. Because if it's less than if it's less than fifty points, get on it. They've said whatever you're betting, we'll take it. <laughs> and Port versus Richmond. Uh, Round out the round. Down Adelaide Oval, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, last time Richmond were there uh, was the first round of the finals last year. When they got pants. Great effort. I'm going to go with Josh's optimism and <laughs> back my home team in at all fucking hilt. 15 goals are going to win. <laughs> ah, I'll tell you what. If Jack Rewalt and... and Royce uh, Hart. Uh, <laughs> fucking... Um, all right, we're fucked, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, look, especially look. after Port have come off a, a, yeah. a, a loss. A shock pass. It, it'll be from the get-go. It, the thing is, I don't think it'll be talent. I think it'll be mental. I think yeah. we're just destroyed from Port's demolition of us. Uh, and, I think it could be an eight-goal first quarter. And the best thing they can do is just send Manny White out, put him right in the middle at the start and go, this is why you gave up, you fucking dumb cunts. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay Schultz is probably going to be hating his life too, I'm sure. Uh, we've it, got over that bad. by now. We've yeah. got over that by now. But Manny White is one that fucking hurts us. <laughs> I I think if Port play their free-flowing football, they'll just blow Richmond away. Uh, if they go back to the what they tried to play against Brisbane, which was possession-based, it'll be close. Well, it'll be interesting now if um, Richmond look at the Brisbane game as a blueprint, like, this is how you can oh, beat them. You'd have to. Um, yeah. Yeah, and look, they're up and about. They've had a big win over Collingwood, but uh, no. Yeah. Just uh, I have to go for Richmond. Because yep. you do. Because I have to. And the thing is, the last time I ever watched Richmond play Port, we won... That was 2005? 2005? Right. No, 2003. When you were at the game, you 2003, mean? yeah. I was at the game down at fucking Footy Park. And I think oh, we doubled Jesus their score Christ. in the fourth quarter. Uh, uh, on the base of that, Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I didn't realise they had form. <laughs> we got form. I'm going out on a limb with this one too. I'm saying Port are going to win by kicking off the siren by Jay Schultz, 45 metres out on a 45 degree angle. By kicking a goal. I can say, yeah, Schultz kicks a goal after the siren <laughs> to win by 50. <laughs> All right, that'll do us. See you no, later. That's it. Bye. See you later.